Well, good morning and welcome to episode 35 of conversationcafe.ch's series of podcasts that are designed to help Swiss German uh, speakers who are wanting to refresh or learn the English language. Now, for today's episode, we're going to be doing something slightly different. We're going to be talking about a movie review. In fact, the movie review will be the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Now, what's interesting about a podcast that will be done in this format is that it's actually unscripted. So as I speak to you, it is as if I am actually having a real conversation with you. I haven't scripted any of the language. And so I will really just be giving my opinion as it comes into my head. Now, the advantage of that is mostly that you get to hear how to use opinion language because we, I need to give you my opinion, of course, on the film. And at the same time, you get to take a listen uh, to some language that we use when we speak about movies and the genre of films. So I hope you enjoy this review. Um, and whether you've seen the movie or not, um, I think that some of this information will help you, especially, as we say, if you're a Swiss German speaker learning English. So let's jump into it, right? Let's uh, get right into things. And let's start our review of the James Bond film, No Time to Die. Now, obviously, people don't know this about me, but I have to start off with an admission. Actually, movies, uh, are, it's, it's, movies are one of my passions in my life. I really do enjoy watching movies and series. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm addicted to it, but I do spend quite a lot of time <laughs> watching something. And um, I like to think of myself as a bit of a connoisseur when it comes to movies and series, but I will only admit that to you. I have to also say that I'm very, very picky about what I watch, uh, which often makes my wife's life very difficult. If we, uh, if we decide to watch a movie on a particular evening, I probably spend about uh, 20 minutes to half an hour deciding what to watch. I'm very careful about what I watch. Now, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because if I say that No Time to Die is a good film, then I really, really mean that. It was actually a very good film. I really enjoyed watching it. Now, perhaps the first thing to mention is uh, where would be a good place to watch such a film. Now, in my case, um, I decided to watch the film at the cinema and I live in Ebikon in Central Schweiz. So, uh, my wife and I and some friends, we decided to watch it at the Mall of Switzerland. Now, why is it important for us to watch a movie like No Time to Die on the big screen? Well, actually, it's very simple. Um, this kind of film is actually made to be watched on a big screen. Uh, the filmmakers shoot part of the film with IMAX cameras, for example, and the way in which the music is scored and the manner in which the movie is shot, it's done in a way that the best experience will always still be on a big screen. So we didn't watch it in 3D, but we decided to watch it at the IMAX theater here at the Mall of Switzerland. And I have to say the movie did not disappoint. Now, what kind of people would enjoy watching No Time to Die? Well, to be honest, if you like movies, um, and if you do like spy movies, and especially if you like the James Bond franchise, then this movie will be for you. It's true, it's not the world's most intellectual film, 
It's also not a documentary, for example, which addresses real life problems and real life concerns. It is, it is literally a movie which is designed to help you to escape, so to speak. We always say in English, movies help you to escape. And so um, he does things which are basically impossible. <laughs> he looks very cool in, in scenes where uh, he should look very bad because he's just been through a terrible experience. Um, he wears a tuxedo in the strangest of locations and he can drive a car and, and a motorcycle better than anyone on the face of the planet. But the movie itself was very, very well done and lots of fun. So if you like that kind of thing and you want a good evening out, I can really recommend the film. Now, what's special about No Time to Die? Well, there are two things that are very special about this film. The first one is that it is the last James Bond film that will feature Daniel Craig as 007. And the second very interesting thing about the film is its ending. Now, I can't tell you about the ending, but I can tell you a little bit about Daniel Craig. Now, when he first became James Bond, when it was first announced that he would be James Bond, I think there were a lot of people, including myself, we wondered a little bit about the choice. He's not your typical pretty boy, as we say. Um, you know, in the past, you had people like Roger Moore and you had Pierce Bronson, for example, who are your very typical, typically good-looking actors. And Daniel Craig, he has an attractive charm about him, I suppose you could say, but he wasn't your typical pretty boy English actor. But uh, everybody gave him a chance, and it didn't take him very long to become a very popular choice as the world's most famous secret agent. Now, I have to make a side note here and say that Daniel Craig really crawled into my heart as an actor when I saw him in the movie Knives Out. Now, I don't know if you've seen this film, Knives Out, but <laughs> it really is one of the best films I've seen in the last couple of years. It is an Agatha Christie-based whodunit. Um, it's not based on Agatha Christie, but based on her style of writing. Um, and I can only recommend it, Knives Out. And this movie reference will come up a little bit later in our review as well. Now, Spectre, the last James Bond film, was supposed to be his last film as James Bond. But for some reason, the movie producers and Daniel Craig himself decided that there was a lot of story that was left to be told. And so they organized to do No Time to Die so that they could tie up a lot of storylines that had been brewing in the previous uh, films. And this they do to great effect in No Time to Die. Of course, the movie has the usual kind of a story that you would associate with James Bond. He has his gadgets, of course, which help him along. When he needs help, he always has something to assist him. Um, there's always some evil guy wanting to take over the world. Uh, he also has some evil plan <laughs> to take over the world. Uh, it's very usual that he kidnaps or really hurts um, our hero or someone he loves in the film. But in the end, of course, James Bond wins. That's how these things work. And in this sense, No Time to Die does not disappoint. My favorite scene in the film was actually one of the opening scenes that was shot in Matera, which is a very small little Italian village in the southern part of Italy. Now, I was very surprised that part of the movie was shot there. It's the same place where Mel Gibson shot The Passion of the Christ. 
um, because it has a very first century village look about it and um, it's just incredibly scenic it is a unesco world heritage site um, it has a very interesting look for an ancient city and it made the film in this part of the film at least look absolutely amazing especially if you're watching it on imax and what's the best part of the matera sequence well it's the aston martin db5 i mean who doesn't love that car what an amazing classic car that is and in this film james bond gets to use all the gadgets that the db5 can offer to help him get away from some bad guys in matera Another great scene from Matera was uh, the motorcycle chase where he ramps up this huge thing to land in a public square, eh? a little piazza that was also phenomenally fantastic and I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Now as you can already begin to tell, one of the big draw cards from this film was the action scenes of course or were the action scenes. They were very well done and kept you on the edge of your seat. But the movie was not just action, it had a good plot or a story and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Very difficult to come up with a plot that has something extra but they managed it very well this time. The running time of the film is also quite long, it's over two hours long and what's helpful here is that every character in the film has an opportunity to shine, not only James Bond himself. Now, a little interesting side note is that um, there was a black actress, a British actress, um, who took over James Bond's number. She was the new 007 because he was retired. And of course, the fact that there was a female actress, a black female actress, who had taken over the 007 number for this film that obviously was uh, a hyped up part of the movie and was very very cool to watch. In a previous review somebody mentioned that this actress, um, it was actually a review from a very famous newspaper, they felt that this actress was very flat and that the interaction between her and Bond was not very exciting but I, I disagree. I really felt that uh, their chemistry was good, it was very professional, it was a little bit competitive but um, she was really tough and I felt that she added some real value to the film and I enjoyed watching her in her role as the new uh, 007 so to speak. There is something that happens with the number at the end but I don't want to tell you. Now previous in the review I mentioned Knives Out which was a brilliant turn by Daniel Craig um, as a detective in, uh, in, in the southern part of America. And why am I mentioning this again? Well, it's because one of the actors from that film, Ana de Palmas, she's also in No Time to Die. And she has literally eight minutes in the film, but she almost steals the show. So look out for her as well. Well, yeah, so what would I give No Time to Die as a film? Out of 10, I would probably give it a very, very solid eight and a half or perhaps even a nine out of ten a movie thoroughly worthwhile watching not particularly not overly violent should I say um, it has a 2 to 13 rating I would say so uh, something you can also take some of your children to watch if they're slightly older and uh, a good evening out by the way something which is quite interesting about the James Bond franchise is that it's actually owned predominantly by a family I don't know if that's a well-known fact 
but the Broccoli family actually own the James Bond franchise and so uh, they make a living basically out of releasing a new James Bond film every couple of years. And now the family are now in the process of deciding who the new James Bond will be. So maybe I can leave you with this question. Who do you think the new James Bond should be? If you have any ideas, drop me a message at ross at conversationcafe.ch or if you'd like to give me a review of what you thought about the movie, I would love to hear from you. Or if you have any questions about improving your English, you know where to find me. A ganze liebe Grüße von Ross.